Everybody that you meet, you can learn something from them. It's not necessarily what you achieve in life that matters most, but it's who you become in the process of those achievements that really matters. We all need people who believe in us. They expand the boundaries we place on our own lives. What makes me most proud is how I played the game. Being real, authentic, and spontaneous, and loving the game, to me, is what it was all about. When you retire, you may get a chance to go to football heaven. This is football heaven. Hello and welcome to The Mission. I'm your host, Jameer Howerton. And guys, today we have a real special show for you. To be quite frankly with you, it's unique. We have General Manager John Dawsey, Head Coach Freddie Kitchens, and Assistant General Manager Elliot Wolf. That's right, Browns Brass was on call here at the Hall of Fame where they hosted a retreat. Football executives of the Cleveland Browns came together to align themselves to get on the same page because guess what Browns fans that's right they want to be winners a number one and yours truly had the opportunity to sit down and talk with our three guys this is for you Browns fans General Manager Dorsey you're here at the Pro Football Hall of Fame you had a chance to look at the Game for Life exhibit what are your thoughts awesome um, to me just I walked in there and we sat down, you know, on the bleachers and you begin to hear and just hear voices and echo and all of a sudden you begin to use your imagination and you're going, my God, I'm at a real game and you hear the sounds of the game and then a hologram pops up out of nowhere. My God, it's Joe Willie Namath. I mean, it was awesome, but to me, what was so moving about it is to hear the greats of the game who are in the Hall of Fame, but it's at the pinnacle of this game. Um, to hear about how they went through the game of life with integrity, with character, with passion. What drives these Hall of Famers? It sets them apart. That's what's kind of neat. But at the end of it and how they finish it off and, you know, there are certain men that guide men in professional sports. And then to hear the men that guide the players on the field, these coaches, and then you hear these inspirational messages, and you can see what drives men to be great when there are coaches like that. Do I recommend everybody to see this exhibit in honor of the 100 years of football? You dang right I do. Because to me, there's nothing better than having a moment at the Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio. You know, I myself uh, love this place so much, you know, in my first draft class for the Cleveland Browns, I got Baker Mayfield, I got Denzel Ward, I got Nick Chubb. We did as the organization. So I sent all the people who had helped us tirelessly, I sent them out to the baseball game, I sent them out to the basketball game. I finally had a chance to just be with myself. And I love to come to this place and reflect and just think about the game of football and the impact that I may have had on the Cleveland Browns in the, in, the, in the community of Cleveland. And that's why I love coming to the Hall. You know, I've, I've snuck in here about three or four times and uh, since I've been here in Cleveland, because you're so close to it, that's why I like coming here, because I learn something new every day. Like today, I learned about Alan Page. I didn't realize this is from Canton, Ohio. I never knew that. Again, there's a nugget I walk away with from. 
You talk about the 100 years of football, and we're kicking off the 100th season this year in the cradle of the birthplace right here in, in Canton, Ohio. The impact that football has had on America today. Can we talk about that? I think it's, it resonates all through society. I think that that message, the game of life, begins to show you that at a very young age, either it be seven years old, eight years old, we as young men played this game. And as we went through the course of life, um, we began to learn certain values, pride, mm -hmm. integrity, passion. And that began to become us and help us form within our person of who we are. And we were influenced throughout the course of our life through the Pee Wee coach. To me, who I think is the most important guy is the high school coach, okay? He touches young men's souls. And then you go on to college. And by then you should have your core foundation set pretty much to live your life on a day-to-day -day basis. The game of football, to me, is everything. Uh, I've been fortunate enough, my father told me a long time ago, you know, don't go get a job. Go get something you're truly passionate about and you truly love. I love the game of football. I pinch myself every day because I'm the general manager of the Cleveland Browns. It's awesome here. Over the course of your illustrious career, you have been some around the greatest talent evaluators that has helped you into the guru talent evaluator that you are today. Who are some of the men that are enshrined in those hollow grounds that you looked up to, that you modeled, and you kind of took a little bit from him, took a little bit from him, and formulated your way of how you grade and look at the game and players? Pretty simple. Ron Wolf, probably the greatest mentor I ever had. Bill Polian, I still talk to him on a weekly basis. And the newest enshrined, Mr. Gil Brandt. I talk to Gil Brandt at least once or twice a week. Um, these are guys, and I've always told people who are younger than I, go get a mentor or two. And I've always had three or four mentors um, who I respect, who I will call on a weekly, a daily basis because they're there to help you. And they've basically forgotten more football than you ever know. So why not take a resource like some of those great men that have helped develop this great game of football and have influenced it, and rightfully so, they should be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. So it only made sense today to have your football ops meetings here at the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Now, actually, what we, uh, we had talked all along about having a football summit, as we call it. Some would call it a retreat. And I, I told ownership, I thought the best place to have that was at the Pro Football Hall of Fame. We are the Cleveland Browns. Why not go here? Why not have these guys who are just coming in? That we're just coming together as a staff. How many times does a staff get to come, a professional football staff, get to come to as a group to Canton, Ohio, home in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, and actually be able to craft and develop a vision for the Cleveland Browns moving forward? So I'm honored to do that. And... Just to let everybody know, now for dinner tonight, I'm taking them to Bender's Tavern. I don't know if people realize or not, because I think some of the, you know, some of the powers to be back in the 1920s, they all say that's where the decision makers decided to say, you know what, the Pro Football Hall of Fame will be in Canton, Ohio. And that happened at Bender's Tavern. So why not take the group there? Wow.
Wow. Well, thank you so much, sir. My Appreciate pleasure. your time. My pleasure. Well, Coach, first and foremost, thank you for your time. You're here today at the Pro Football Hall of Fame. How excited has it been for you today? And you got a chance to watch Game for Life. What's your overall thoughts? Oh, it's wonderful. The, um, the display is unbelievable. Um, you really feel like you're, you're there talking to him or listening to, to Joe and, and everything. It's really an amazing uh, piece of what you have here. <clears throat> Coach, you look at the 100 years of football. You guys are kicking off the 100th season. If you could just talk about the impact that football has had on America. Well, I think it goes all the way back to you know some of the social injustices that we're dealing with now uh, in football. Kind of football is a, a collaborative means for people to, to voice concerns and things like that. But at the end of the day, football brings all those different qualities and different mindsets together and uh, you form one team uh, per se, whether it be in Cleveland, New York, or, or Arizona, it doesn't matter. Um, that's the one common theme and goal that everybody has in mind uh, moving forward with one message. Uh, that can't be uh, discriminated against or whatever. You being a former quarterback, <coughs> talk about some of the greats that you modeled your game after that's enshrined right here in Canton, Ohio. Well, just playing quarterback at the University of Alabama, there's three Alabama quarterbacks here uh, with Bart Starr leading the way and Joe Namath and Kenny Stabler. Uh, you know, that's three guys that, that I came after at the University of Alabama. And so especially, you know, seeing their bust here and and things like that, reading the story, and even the display you had talked about with Joe Namath being up there. You know, uh, personally knowing those guys, it's real special for me to, to be here and, and see it firsthand. Sean Kendall, our archivist, who you guys got a chance to meet with downstairs a couple of minutes ago, but he, he gave us a factoid, and I got I to gotta cite him because he says come this season when you take the field as the head coach, you will be the fourth head coach from Alabama to ever coach in the NFL. Well, I didn't, I didn't know that. <laughs> He's pretty good at his job to research that, but, uh, you know, uh, the opportunity that I've gotten is, is unbelievable. Um, of course, there's a lot of work that goes into that to get to that point. Um, but I'm looking forward to the challenge. And, and uh, you know, I've said it in the past that Northeast Ohio is a lot like the area that I grew up in, in Alabama. And, uh, you know, I feel at home. I felt at home since I've been here uh, for a little over a year now. And, and it's really special. And being right here near Canton, Ohio, where, you know, five of the original starting points of football uh, in the 100-year celebration is, is truly, truly special. Coach, thank you for your time and good luck to you yeah. this season. No. Thank you. Appreciate thank it, you, my man. Sir, what's it like to be back here where we hold and house the legacy of your dad? It's pretty special uh, just to know what it meant for him to be enshrined. He was in the game for, you know, pretty much his whole adult life. And uh, just to know what it meant for him to kind of join his peers here in Canton was pretty special for him. What was that like, learning the game firsthand? You know, as a fan of football, I watch it with my dad, but I mean, your dad is one heck of a talent evaluator, and just to see the game with your father and breaking it down on a different level other than just like a regular Joe fan. Yeah, it was, it was pretty special just to see where it came from. Uh, I ended up presenting my dad when he was enshrined here in, in Canton, and it was special because when he took the Packers GM job in 19, end of 1991, I was about 10 years old, and I, I kind of just made a joke with him about, hey, when you, get in, when you get in the Hall of Fame, I'll present you. And we just laughed about it. And then to kind of see where his career went 
and uh, just the, the reverence people have for his ability to do personnel in the game is special. And it's so great that, you know, everybody says they want to be like their dad, but we're our own man. I'm a junior myself, you know, but it's like I have to trailblaze my own path and you're doing that now. But what are some of the lessons that you learned along the way that you carry with yourself today? Really just trust, loyalty, respect, uh, honesty, um, being yourself. Uh, like you said, you know, forging your own way and, and doing it, you know, doing it yourself. Those are just some of the things that, that you know, that's how he carried himself. And, and it was successful for him. Watching the Game of Life today with you and your teammates, what did you take away from that exhibit? Uh, it, was, it was special because there were so many different messages that, uh, that the guys were, you know, it seemed like at first it was a little bit for kids maybe, and uh, you know, how to succeed in life moving forward, and those, you know, just some of the guys that, that were special that way. This year is approaching, the, not approaching, it will be the 100 year of football. We could talk about the impact that football has had on America and yourself. Uh, that's, a, that's a broad question. Uh, the impact on America, I mean, I think, I think you see it now with some of the new leagues that are forming uh, and the interest in those. Uh, people love football. They want it, you know, 24-7, the NFL Network, uh, all the different podcasts and things like that. Uh, you know, it's just such a popular game and, and hopefully growing in popularity. Uh, especially with fantasy football, more people that you know aren't interested in the intricacies of the game like we are uh, can be involved. Uh, and for me, uh, I just feel privileged every day, um, every day to be working in this business in football. Uh, the the excellence that the Hall of Fame is all about, I can kind of see that every day, and that's what we strive for with the Browns. And how crazy is it that you had this beacon of, of not saying light, but just the, the birthplace right down the street. Berea is only an hour and 15 right. minutes away. Right. And here it is. You're surrounded by all this rich history where it all started 100 years ago. How cool is that? I think it's great. I mean, you know, people say Ohio is the birthplace of football. Um, and, and to now be an Ohio resident and to be able to come down here quite often is nice. Does it give you chills now that you see, because I worked with the organization for 15 years, from 99 to 2013, and it was tough, mm -hmm. it was tough, but just to see the excitement of Browns football, everybody was excited when LeBron bought you know, a championship here, sure. but being a part of the Cleveland Browns organization is no doubt about it that this is a football town. And just the, the, some of the success that you guys experienced last year, to just give you goosebumps to know like, Woo, Cleveland Browns, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it was cool. You know, from the moment my wife, you know, my family and I moved here, um, you could kind of feel that the Browns were it, even though, you know, now that LeBron is gone. But you could kind of feel my neighbors come up to me, hey, if you guys could win three games this year, you know, it's going to be crazy in this town. I kind of look at them like, three games? That's not very good. You know, we won seven last year. That's not good enough. That's not the standard we're trying to set. But uh, definitely good things are ahead.